1: Coming to you live on Tape on this Saturday, October 7th. In the uh, twilight hours here, before week five is upon us, the end of the unofficial NFL preseason concluded last week with the end of week four. So now we can really get things moving. College football is a humming today as we had a big upset in Texas as Texas falls to Oklahoma, right? Oklahoma. Or, yeah. And what? Red River rivalry, right? I'm not a college red, football red, guy. Red River
0: rivalry. Red River rivalry. Red River rivalry. Red River rivalry.
1: Right. It, it's a lot of R's in that, Mother. So anyway uh exciting now we get to see where they fall they go from three you try to slot them here you got Notre Dame going right now Alabama uh won earlier today so you figure Texas goes to five and one they start sliding down through Ohio State through Florida State Penn State Washington Oregon USC before you hit Notre Dame Notre Dame obviously has to win tonight they're tied up at seven. So you figure they'll fall probably somewhere to that 7 to 10 range. Uh, Georgia, is, Georgia, Michigan. Well, those are one, two, and they're not going to change, right? And then you would Ohio imagine. State, And then it'll be Ohio State, Florida State. Those will be the top four. They hate Florida State, though, man. Nah, but they, I mean, they, they, Florida State won today, white won handily. I, you know, who are you going to jump above them, right? I mean, you got Penn State behind Florida State, and they're not making the jump. So it's more or less how far Texas goes down than anybody else jumping anybody. So well,
0: I mean, eventually they're going to have to move. They just keep moving um, USC down. And, like, they're going to have to eventually move them up. If they just keep winning.
1: Yeah, I mean, how much farther can you slot them above everybody else? The real rough one here is Notre Dame. Because had Notre Dame not lost two weeks ago, right, they probably would have been right up there in the thick of things. And that was, you know, the game that came all the way down to the wire. And then, you know, it was ten men on the field at the end of it. And having Notre Dame up there in the, you know, the the top five, top four, always betters college football just because even though – They haven't been what they were in, you know, 40s, 50s, 60s, etc. Notre Dame still has a lot of, you know, a lot of cachet in college football. Oh,
0: man. Yeah. Penn State, Penn State plays, Penn State plays Ohio State in two weeks. And then Michigan, Michigan two weeks after that.
1: Poof. Well, I, you know, Michigan's probably going to throttle them. Um, the question, I would imagine Ohio State probably is going to win too, you know. I mean, the top, I would have said that the top five or top four, had you included Georgia, Michigan, Texas, and Ohio State, would be way above right. the yeah. other ones. In that text. But, that was so fucking awkward. Whoa. We've got something going on on the home front. You said that in a group text with Paul. She's she's
0: mad because I I texted the group. He literally show your brother what
1: you said in our group text.
0: I said I'm done. You're not going to. Rich is not going to feed into
1: your side of the story. It doesn't matter. You you cannot
0: say that in front. Like that is so fucking rude and awkward.
1: <laughs> okay, Chris, why don't you handle this and give me a call back. Just kidding No
0: you're not kidding uh,
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> okay I'm hanging up now You guys can settle this and you can call me back She's uh, you, I don't have to call oh, Jesus. Christ And we're back So while it was seconds for you It was probably about five Minutes for me Please Chris do fill us in On the <laughs> war on the home front War of the roses If you will
0: Oh, Something it, was
1: not liked much by the wife. It, it was just
0: very simple requests that uh, if we get all this updated furniture that's very white and this updated room, bedroom that is very white, that you don't eat yeah, dinner so and for lunch those-
1: and for those scoring at home uh, chris has a very gray white wood house his all it, with two kids under 3 he has basically like an all white couch and i don't know his bedroom i think i might have been in for a hot 5 minutes but i imagine everything in the house is like white linen and shit right it's it is yeah yeah, yeah. not yeah. not the wisest of choices for a you know a, a, a couple <laughs> having two children under three, but Hey, yeah, that's a story fair. for another topic, right? Fair, uh, yeah. Anyway. So fast forward to tonight, um, who, what, where, and why uh, did all of this white furniture and decorative linen uh, come into play? Well, we
0: are on the foot. We're doing our, we we started the pod and she starts texting, our group, which is me, her and uh, Paula are are au pair, that Oh, it's not really a
1: group, it's three people. <laughs> so you you, you yeah. text the house, right? He which is basically that. you're texting Paula.
0: Which is well Paula is the is her own au pair. Pa- Paula's the au pair, right. And so she sends pictures of her eating chocolate ice cream out of a uh, coffee mug in bed.
1: Okay. And
0: she doesn't know, but <coughs> she constantly makes messes that I then spend the very small amount of downtime I have cleaning stains that she leaves behind so that we can <laughs> yes, yes, and so uh I texted back that she can actually exactly, I'll tell you exactly what I said. I said,
1: "Oh boy, here we go, ready,
0: everybody." Uh, Done cleaning up your stains Live in the filth Like a teenager in high school Living at home with their parents Then I wrote Ha 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 ha, ha, Maybe your mom will will Come clean up your stuff
1: (laughs) You'll get nothing and I can That's what you wrote To your non-English speaking au pair Who literally is like 17 years old Right She's 21 yeah 21 sorry Yeah, Can you just read that one more time?
0: Yeah, sure. Uh, Live in your filth like a teenager in high school living at home with their parents. (laughs) (laughs) Ha ha, maybe your mom will come clean up your
1: stuff. That guy is a disgrace to the uniform.
0: You are a (laughs) stupid asshole. (laughs) That's exactly what he is. And boom goes the dynamite. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. If you can't, if you don't want the truth,
1: don't fucking, you know, I think that's as they say, it came in a little hot, it came in a little oh, hot, I, I, you I, know, I, I just don't care, I don't, care. one would say maybe, I, uh, guns ablaze. yeah, I, I, I just don't care,
0: <laughs> I still don't care, I mean,
1: you should, is she good with your kids,
0: it's not, no, this isn't to Paula, that was to Alyssa,
1: Oh, that was to your wife. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I, I wouldn't, I would not say that. Hold on, fucking say... rewind. That might be even worse. What? Yeah. What are you trying to do? Uh, I just, like I said, I, I don't care.
0: <laughs> I, I, like I. I just don't care like I'm I I'm so fucking I'm just we gotta I'm rewind so, this
1: okay now this is actually to your wife not your au pair so continue do this again
0: uh I said living your filth like a teenager in high school living don't at home rude. with their, their parents haha maybe your mom will come clean up your stuff because she's in town that's why I said that give me a hell
1: yeah Oh, oh, the joys. So then my my misinterpretation of the situation, I thought, would have been way worse. So had that been Paula, the au pair, I would have
0: been like, Oh, my God. That would have been really bad.
1: Yeah, fucking jerkball. So when you're saying this, and then you're like, yeah, he's not going to see your side. And you're saying this, and I'm like, to Paula? You're fucking 21-year-old au pair? I'm like... Oh, my 20-year-old. God, dude. I might
0: as well just pack her up tonight and just... Let her leave. If so, I said something like
1: that. but Alyssa's then mad because Paula got to read all of this. Yes, that's yes. Like you, exact, exactly exactly. Yes. That's exactly. Okay, yeah. It is. yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like it wasn't truth. It's just she she was just upset because fucking Paula read it.
1: Yeah. Still, as they say, coming in hot there. Um, you know, probably something to be aired outside of the, uh, group chat. May I ask why the group chat? Was it just the easiest text message for you to get to? No,
0: Paula sent a picture of, or she asked like, what are you guys up to? And, or, or Paula sent a picture of Miami. She's in Miami right now. And so she sent a picture in Miami and Alyssa wrote like, so pretty, And then she wrote, sent a picture of ice cream and Netflix in bed while she's upstairs (laughs) with the dog. (laughs) And
1: And then Chris just came in just fucking.
0: You gotta be fucking kidding me, dude. Chicks just don't care. Chicks just do, chicks just literally do what, what chicks want to do when they want to do it. And they they just think, well, I I I I bore your children. That's
1: like, yeah. Well, this could fuel an entire hour podcast on its own. But oh, for sure, for I, sure. I, I I think what you discover through a male female relationship, and then into engagement in the marriage, uh, uh, you know, or maybe you don't venture down that path and you just live together for a long time. Is that um, girls are filth bags.
0: <laughs> Filth. They are just
1: that filthy, is bro. Facts, bro.
0: Filthy They just bags. Just it's so it's crazy how gross they are.
1: Well, they clean up well, and then they'll you know they'll do the fucking Tasmanian devil and get everything clean quick. However, in the process, I mean, they are just as filthy as men, if not more so. Definitely right. more filthy in different ways.
0: Uh, yeah, it's definitely different. That's for sure. It's
1: a different filth. It's
0: I just it's, uh, I, just, <laughs> I it's just right, crazy. We'll, we'll
1: curb that before we both fucking uh, get in trouble. Yeah, because yeah, I could, I could, like, I could go, I could go
0: off for the next hour, just to, like we could break down every situation, and I could prove to you. How disgusting they can actually! Oh, how could
1: I? I'll give one example and and then I'll curb it. But um, the newest one, which has since stopped but was ongoing for a while, was a disposable contact lenses thrown on the floor of the bathroom everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever even uh, heard my- of that?
0: Yeah, in inside really? of. Well, I mean it's 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 common in in. The recovery world, yeah, with these kids, they just they is just it take... really,
1: bro? How about how about the, this? How ca- about... This came out of like nowhere, like fucking left dude. field, and i will like, like they'll, what they'll wake is up. this I couldn't figure these out what will... they were for a while, and then I'm like, yeah, they just these are dude, they just... just contact lenses.
0: These kids will pop them out and just throw them in the room. How about how about ear? What are the ear things? Um, q tips. They'll use Q-tips and oh, and then they'll just brother, throw no. them. Don't even they'll do just that.
1: Just uh, I mean, everywhere. that's fucking gross, right there. Nope. How
0: about how about toenails and um, and stop. fingernails stop. Stop. in their bed? Yeah.
1: Just stop. No, <clears throat> don't. All right, we're done. We're done. We we went we went down a a really bad rabbit hole here. Uh, let's rewind. Get back to the... <laughs> The, the fucking hold, topic on, of hand. hold on, hold <laughs> on. How about, oh, no, how,
0: about how about when your wife grabs the fingernail clippers and your son's laying in bed watching his t- TV or iPad and he just starts clipping your your
1: his fingernails on your side of the bed and you're like,
0: wait, what are you what are you doing? Yeah, I don't know. You- it,
1: it, it's been a while for that, so I don't know about that one. Um, Oof. Yeah, well, I guess I, you
0: don't – yeah, you haven't laid on fingernail clippings in a while, so I
1: guess – yeah, I guess you <laughs> don't remember. Yeah, no, no, I haven't. I, I, I Hey, look, you know – like I said, I have my own filth baggery, but, um, you know, g- girls are neck and neck with men. And that was yeah, the uh, point sure. of it. But anyway, um, like I said, let's get back to it here. Uh, we, I mean, shit, it's 15 minutes into it already. We haven't even done stats here. But anyway, uh, for those uh, of you still listening to the podcast, we'll get into the rundown. Then we'll get into the big uh, three games. We'll go down the rest of the slate and then get into our fourth down gambling segment. So we'll start off here and see how we did. First down. First down. All right, so last week we'll start off with the favorites, dogs, and totals. The favorites won last week by a score of 8-6. to six. That makes it just about even on the year. The dogs are up by one game, 29-28. Last week, of the six dogs that won... Three of them won outright, so we're still getting a good clip there. Those were the Titans, Texans, and the Bucks. As for home dogs, I mean it's nothing. They were four and three last last week. They're thir- they're ten and thirteen on the year, so they're three games under five hundred. So home dogs, is fucking nothing. If you're looking for trends of any sort, it's going to be with the totals because last week the unders were nine and five, and on the year the unders are thirty four and twenty five. So, if there's anything looking trend wise, which it's been a whole fucking pile of shit, the unders are the only thing that you could lean to. And that was because we've been having big swings one way or the other. And then last week you saw a 9 and 5. As for teasers, teasers are still floating around 70% for both the totals and for the lines. Last week favorites were 8 and 5, dogs were 11 and 3. And then overs were nine and five, unders were nine and five. So, uh, it's not the typicals high seventy percent. Usually, you see like more like the the eleven and three type numbers. But this year, you've been seeing the eight and five, like we said, nine and five on both overs and unders this week. So again, not a lot of trends, but they overall teasers are coming in about seventy percent. The half times have taken a rip. So the teams with a halftime lead were thirteen and three last week. The week before they were thirteen and two. Then they were ten and five, and they were eight and five in the beginning of the season. So right now the games are over at halftime. That is always the trend. That seems to be the trend. Now again, we'll see. We're getting, like I said, into the real NFL season now that weeks one and one through four are done. As for the teams that lost, the three teams that lost at halftime lead last week, the Bears, who were fucking terrible, the Commanders, who stink. They stunk up fucking Thursday night. And you had the Bears at Commanders, which was like the bottom of the fucking cellar battling it out on Thursday. Who cares? Uh, and then the Panthers, they also lost the halftime lead last week. But as for us, I went 9-5. and five, You went 6-8. and eight. I'm 46% on the year. You're 44% on the year. That fucking asshole neighbor of mine, Donnie Diamonds, he went 10 and 3. He's actually over fucking 50%. He's 52%. The money went 9 and 4. The tickets went 8 and 5. The sharps went 6 and 4. Money's 50% on the year. Tickets are 52%. And the sharps are just under. So, I mean, if you've been listening to any kind of podcast com- commentary, you've heard there are really no trends. Everything, the first four weeks had just been a fucking. Wash. I mean, you know, anybody that says they're kicking ass, I I, I beg to differ. Uh, super picks. We're both three and two. You're at fifty five percent for the year. We both won our best bets, parlays, over teasers. I went one one. You weren't an zero one. So it hasn't been a very successful start to the season. That much is for sure. Although your super picks, you're you're above fifty. You know, you're almost fifty five percent. Not bad. You know, take that. Wait, super picks
0: are our uh, top five. Our top five without spread. They're with spread or without no? They're with spread? they're
1: with spread. They're with spread. That's what I thought. It, it's like yeah, the yeah, circa yeah. super contest. You pick five five picks yeah, every week yeah, yeah. from beginning of the yeah. year all the way through the end. I and just blank blank there for a second. Yeah, no, we've been three and two the past couple of weeks, but you're over fifty percent. I'm uh, I'm still under. So, you know, best bets. I mean, best bets. I mean, whatever. You seventy five percent through four weeks, right? So. Can't argue with that. It's just uh, when it comes down to the gambling segment, you can give all these picks, but if you can't put money behind it and turn it into profit, what fucking good is it, right? I gave you fucking a whole bunch of picks. Yeah, great. Okay. Well, how do I bet those? There's a difference between making picks and then betting because there's a lot of shit that you could do with betting, and not all of it ends up becoming profitable. So that's why we do... Fourth down. So if you want to hear all that stuff, fast forward to fourth down. But if you want to hear all the rest of it, we're going to go into second down now, which is our top three games. I lined them up. Let me know if you have a you have a, a problem with any of these. I figured Bills, Jags, Casey, Minnesota, San Fran, Dallas. How does all those sound to you?
0: Oh no, I'm about to get yelled at again.
1: Oh, are you? <laughs> can we listen to yeah. it live?
0: We can. Oh, she's got a really serious face on now.
1: All right, well, maybe
0: <laughs> oh, no, we shouldn't. No, 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 no. Now she's smiling. She tried to. She tried to put the serious face on, but she... I'm still really mad at you. Really mad at you she says. Oh.
1: Oh, here we go. I'm serious. i fucking didn't even apologize. I said I'm really sorry in the text. Oh,
0: sorry said, in the text.
1: Hey, I was joking. You weren't really joking. You didn't say your heart You were me. <laughs>
0: I'm not sorry. What the fuck? I'm not sorry. Okay. I'm going to put a little push face on. It's about to get all stupid up in here. I am a different
1: I actually can't believe what I just saw.
0: Can I have a hug, please? I want a hug. Don't be rude. I'm just going to storm not up this the stairs. Oh, this is so much fun! Down goes Frazier. We should send this to ESPN and see if we could get a sponsored. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm
1: sure that's exactly what they want.
0: <laughs> well, shit! They they hire anybody and everybody that's you know has problems. Not anymore.
1: I mean, they they just they they hire. Well, they fire you know anybody and everybody, and then they just keep whatever's left, and then they just give them like twelve jobs. So you just get bludgeoned with Dan Orlovsky and Booger McFarlane throughout every kind of football program. Yeah, Dan Orlovsky's
0: on every single uh, broadcast. Which guy. is
1: fucking amazing because he's terrible. He's terrible. Isn't he a, was he a kicker? No, dude. He was the fucking Lions quarterback that ran out of bounds. Remember, he ran backwards out of the end zone for a safety that one game. No, He was a nobody, man. He's a nobody. He still is a nobody. I can't, you know... I mean, well, he can talk, and he's like a good-looking guy. You know, so they're like, is he? He's got fucking ears like a car door. He reminds me of the Scaliano guy from an NFL Network. The fucking no. Nah, I mean, he's he's fine. Look,
0: it's ESPN. High. They Ugh, used to fucking he's such a turd. They loved what's his name, right? What was the dude's name with the the cross-eyed gentleman who passed away?
1: Cross-eyed guy who passed away. Yeah. Who the fuck are you talking about? It's uh, about Stuart s- Scott. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God! Well, he had a crossed eye because he took a he took a fucking football in the face at Jets camp. If I if I remember the story correctly, he he uh, went to like Jets camp and he thought he could you know do routes and everything like the NFL guys. And I think he took a ball out of the jug machine right into his fucking eye. And I think that's what fucking happened riddle. to his eye. Yeah, I don't think that's why he got cancer. That was a completely different story, but. Um, I you know I, they oh shit he died of cancer yeah 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 he did the whole oh. Jimmy V thing and they showed him yeah he, I mean he went down fighting like a son of a bitch he was doing like crazy cardio workouts and everything it was pretty impressive he was in great shape but you know it's fucking cancer you know what are you gonna do it's yeah, a um, shame but as for the rest of their you know talent it just is thin is the best way I can describe it I mean they got rid of everybody, and this is what we, we talked about this last, last week. When I when I, I was trying to find, uh, I was trying to remember who Berman did his prime time with, which was Tom Jackson. I called him TJ Jackson, and we couldn't figure out if he was dead or not. Oh shit! I know it. It is TJ Jackson. No, it's Tom Jackson. I called oh, him just TJ, but it was Tom. Tom Jackson, and he is alive. I always thought it was TJ Jackson. Yeah, no, Tom. Tom Jackson. He is alive. He's just uh, not employed, as far as I know. He's the oldest shit now, too. So. Uh, oh, oh, Dick Buckus. Dick Buckus. He, he fucking went down. So RIP Dick, Dick Buckus. Uh, great. You know, you heard all about it for three hours on the Thursday night broadcast. Um, but, you know, Uncle, Uncle Eddie gave
0: me like two trading cards in my entire life. And one of them was Dick Buckus.
1: I think I have a Dick Buckus, too. And I think Uncle Eddie gave me that one. Yeah, he gave me some better ones, though, than you did. So some of those. I'm, I'm oh, Uncle Eddie with. just did not like me. No, I don't think that's true at all. I, I just, I was really into trading cards at the time. And I think that, you know, I mean, you know, it was just kind of a bonding moment. And he gave me a couple. He actually he gave me a 66 mantle. And uh, years later, I was just like, yeah, you know, that, that mantle you gave me, that was a really nice gift. And he was like, I gave you a mantle. I'm like, I was like yeah, he gave me a '66 mantle. He goes, I drank way too fucking much that night. I said, oh well, too late yeah, now. Yeah, sure. back. I got to get it graded. I, I don't know what it'll get graded at. It's 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 pretty good quality, but I do think there's a little imperfection in it. But you know, I mean, it, it'd be a nice chunk of change. I think that's the most expensive card that I have. No, um, I liked
0: I it. liked Marvel. I liked Marvel and Magic cards. You liked sports and I mean, like I like sports too, but like. Uh, I really was only into like basketball cards. That was really my only thing I loved.
1: Yeah, and you know, I never found I never found the 88 Fleer deck uh, that I had. I had a whole binder full of 88 Fleers. It was a fantastic fucking year. I had uh, only a couple Jordan regular cards, but I had a ton of the All-Star cards and a ton of the All-Star stickers. And they all maintained their value because I guess people junked a lot of the, all- the All-Star and the stickers because they weren't worth much. And I, whoever stole that binder from me or wherever the hell it is, you know, each of those All-Star cards were selling it like... Four grand a piece, I think, if they're rated 10. I, you got to sell them, obviously. So the numbers are what they are. Um, you got to sell it to actually know what it's worth. But I don't know whatever happened to that binder. I thought I was going to find it when we got all the stuff out of the uh, storage, but not so much. So uh, anyway, I don't know. How, how do we get down here to? Uh, we were talking. ESPN wait, and wait. And, you oh, you got buckets, everything? That's right. You got everything out of storage? Uh there was only one storage thing. Yeah. And uh old man said it this way and it was a uh, whole heap of nothing. I mean it was some cards I told you about that but um my and my N- my NBA binder uh which had all of the 88 Fleer uh is not there. That was all my Jordan cards. Well you said that had all the Marvel and Magic cards. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I mean, no, there's other there's got to be other magic cards. There there was not that many magic cards that I had. There is more in a storage container that is at his shop. That's in the back. Hmm. I don't know what's in there. Allie was going to try to clean it out this week this summer, never got to it. So there is stuff there. We just don't know what what's in there. You know, you got to kind of open it up and go through it, you know. It might be something for the fall once we get done with soccer, but anyway, we digress. Uh all right. So I threw out those three games. Then we got into the internal uh, argument at, on the home front. So, are uh, you happy with the three games that I threw out there? And if you forgot what they were, Bills, Jags, that's the game tomorrow morning, KC, Minnesota, and San Fran, Dallas.
0: Sure. Yeah.
1: Sure. Sounds great. That sounds great. All right. Okay. Uh, all right. So, so be it. Here we go. Let's uh, rock and roll up. Second down. Second down So the first game we will hop over the pond as they say. Head out to London. We've got our Sunday morning extravaganza. This one actually is not bad. It could be infinitely worse. You know last week we had the uh, it was the Desmond Ritter disaster, which was kind of fun. Did you watch any of it on the Toy Story in Andy's room done on Disney plus? Yeah, I went back
0: and forth between the two. It was pretty
1: good. Yeah, it's not bad, right? It was fine. So um, they had the Jaguars versus the Falcons. The game was not good. This week, you're going to have the Jaguars again taking on the Bills uh, I, do, I don't I do even know who's considered home in this game because neither are home. If anybody, it's the Jaguars because they play in fucking London all the time. But anyway, the Bills currently are five and a half point favorites in this one. They are also a trifecta pick as the Sharps, tickets, and money are all on Buffalo. Tickets are the heaviest of the group at 76%. Over under is 48 and a half. Now, you have loved the Bills all year. Um, Are you going to, once again, go with them? The line is pretty heavy at 5.5 here. However, if you want to consider... Now, I I wanted to bring in, now that we're done with the first quarter of the season, DVOA, but unfortunately, Football Outsiders went under. Aaron Schatz went to another fantasy uh, uh, web site, and I think it's like 60 bucks for the year to get DVOA. So... Anyway, I went into just the old-school points and yardage and all the rest of it, and if you throw it up there, you know, I mean, Buffalo, the team that you love, has, you know, distinct, better offenses and defenses, however you chop them up, than Jacksonville here.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't care what stat you give me, it's still Jacksonville. Jacksonville sucks.
1: Well, I mean, I, I do. They suck. I don't know. If they suck. I I think they're one of the better teams. They're over the fifty percent mark, right? I mean, I don't know, man. That, really? They don't. I Buffalo's
0: Buffalo's good, man. Buffalo's you really that. that. You,
1: you, if you yeah, want Buffalo's to look at Buffalo, really you know, points per game. Let's do points per game. Buffalo's second in offense, and they're second in defense, right? So, I, I mean, pretty standout. You want to go with like yardage offensively, they're somewhere there around six, it looks like. And in defense, they're also around six. Jacksonville, not so much, right? So, Jacksonville, you're looking, you know, their offense is around 16 and their defense is around 17. So, you know, whether it's offense, the Bills' offense versus the Jags' defense, or Jags' offense versus the Bills' defense. You know, you want to go by yardage, et cetera. You know, you got a, a difference of about 10 spots. So there is yeah. a distinct difference for sure. I, it's not, it's
0: not, I shouldn't say Jacksonville sucks. It's not like they suck. They're just, they're a team that has talent that is upcoming versus a team that has talent that's established. And I'll, I'll take established at a five and a half point spread any day of the week. It, it's, it's just, they. They, pl- they have too much on defense and on offense to, to think that they won't produce both ways. Like For Jacksonville to win this game or, or to be uh, at least competitive in this game, one would believe they, they need both Buffalo's offense and defense to kind of shit the bed. It's not going to happen.
1: Yeah, well, if you're looking at the Jacksonville defense, uh, their passing defense is in the lower third of the NFL, right? So Buffalo's offense right now is humming through the air. So, you know, that would be the one setup that would make me very wary of Buffalo being able to cover the 5.5, right? Because if... Josh Allen is producing like he has the past couple of weeks. I don't know if Jacksonville is going to necessarily be able to keep up. However, again, it is in London. It is a Sunday morning game, which, similar to the Thursday night games, are a little funky. And you also have the Tredavious White injury. He's out. He's gone. So they're going to be missing somebody in the secondary. I don't know if Jacksonville can capitalize on that. But Regardless, none of that strikes any fear in you. No, you know because five and a half is a you know it's a relatively big spread. Um,
0: eh, is it though? Like it's two field goals uh,
1: from like the yeah, second no, best or offense. one touchdown, right? I mean, it's one touchdown for sure. I okay to that point, and we you know have seen last week I went with a lot of big spreads and I got screwed by a couple of them, right? Namely, Kansas City Mahomes goes down he doesn't go in there, he doesn't get the the touchdown so they don't get the cover and then the other one is the Eagles defense can't hold the commanders and so they end up instead of winning by 7, they end up going into overtime and then they win by a field goal so you know, I got I got crushed on that last week, whereas the week before, it was the, of course this team's better results, right? And they won, you know, all the big teams won by big spreads, whatever. So, five is not big. I don't know. I I just, I'm, I'm kind of thinking maybe the Jaguars can stay in it a little bit. Can't you see like a 10-point lead, Jags get a late touchdown, three points, and they get the backdoor cover?
0: I almost got the backdoor cover on fucking... Uh... San Francisco last week. Arts, oh. art, arts dropped the touchdown in the end zone. That yeah, would have been yeah, the yeah, backdoor yeah. cover.
1: Well, last week was crazy with that, and we'll, we'll get to that in the gambling segment. But again, I mean, the Monday night game sucked, especially if you had Kansas City to cover. The Philadelphia game sucked because they should have had that one. I can't believe they let fucking Sam Howell, of all people, march down the field and tie that fucking game up. I mean, last week was kind of fruity like that. So... Um, this week, I don't know. I, I, I think I'm going to probably take the Jags bills to bills to win, but I don't know. I, it's probably a shit bet, but I'm probably going to take the Jags here in the five and a half to your point. I agree. I I think that Buffalo should win this handily.
0: Yeah, I, I, am going with Buffalo. I, they are actually my, to, to break protocol and tell you ahead of time. That's my best bet.
1: That's your best bet right there is Buffalo. Uh, well, it can't be my best bet because I'm picking the Jaguars. But uh, Yeah, well, you've loved Buffalo all year. They are the better team. Um, if everything is going the way that it should, they probably cover this easy. I don't know. I, there's just too much I, Yeah, Sunday morning out in London. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm just uneasy about the five and a half. I probably shouldn't be. <laughs> But, I, you know, the Jaguars haven't been terrible. They haven't been good. Don't get me wrong. They lost to the Texans a couple of years, weeks ago. But, you know, look, the Texans end up, it looks like they have an okay team, which I cannot believe because I am a, not a believer in uh, fucking D'Amico Ryan's at all. But... Uh, you know, I have been wrong many a time in the past.
0: It's not, to, it's not
1: D'Amico Ryan's. It's, it's that kid's playing out of his fucking mind. Well, court. Stroud is, is, is playing out of his mind right now, right? But I, I mean, they're also, I mean, whatever. He ends up looking good. Uh, but look, Ryan's gets some credit. You know, all these. Look, the coach turns a team around a little bit and they don't look terrible. You know, uh, Gannon out in Arizona, I, I got to give him a little credit. He, he sounded he sounded ridiculous on that Twitter show when he's asking everybody, ah, who rode the bus? No, we all got fucking Bentleys and fucking $100,000 cars. We don't ride the bus, buddy. But, you know, his team, the Cardinals, have been fighting a ton. Day Bowl last year for the Giants looked phenomenal. But, this year they look like shit. So, you know, you got to get credit at one point and you got to get knocked on the other end. So, the coaches that have got their teams going, yeah, I, I mean, it's a little bit of Stroud, but, you know, give Ryan Ryan's a little due here. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So, all right. Uh, I digress uh, like I always do. Bills are going to Chris. Uh, I am going to take the Jags. Um,. And we'll uh, bounce from that. So the next game we're going to go to is going to be one of the later games. It's going to be a in the 4 o'clock slot. Chiefs flying out to Minnesota. Chiefs are going to be the road favorite here. 3.5 points. Over-under is big in this one. Heaviest uh, point total of the week at 53 points. Right now, the Sharps and the money are on the Vikings. The tickets are on the Chiefs. So this makes it the good old pros-Joes game, with the Joes obviously taking Kansas City. You know, the Vikings are battling. The Chiefs have gotten by. They don't necessarily... They haven't looked great, but they haven't looked bad. You know, you heard Taylor Swift nonsensically through two weeks now. It's fucking ridiculous. Now people are getting in arguments about it. What Aaron Rodgers and and Travis Kelsey are going after each other, you know, and I I guess so stupid, bro. Rodgers made it like kind of political because he called him Mr. Pfizer or something. Does he do Pfizer commercials?
0: He he. no. Kelsey just did one. He just had his first, like, ever. He, he did, like...
1: Yeah, he, that's what he I'm saying. His, he, he, he's got, yeah. he got a Pfizer commercial, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, Kansas City is up in this Taylor Striff's Swift stratosphere. That I, I just, I cannot wait for this to end. I am not alone. Uh, a lot of NFL fandom is tired of it, too. But whatever, I, it gives juice to the league, all the power to them. But anyway, the Chiefs are going to be road favorites here. Uh, you know, if you want to look at their and defenses, you know, Offense, and this, again, is total yardage here we're looking at. We got Kansas City coming in third against Minnesota's defense, which is 20th. And then Minnesota's offense is ninth going up against Kansas City's defense, which is eighth. So the Minnesota defense is the weakest of the bunch here. Um, you know, And I think that's going to be the storyline is if they can't really reel in Kansas City will they be able to keep up offensively? And then, you know, you're looking at Justin Jefferson, big fantasy day for him maybe, hopefully. But the Kansas City defense is pretty good.
0: Yeah, I I just – I don't foresee this going well for Minnesota. I mean, they – how many losses in a row can you sustain before, you know, your your seasons – like how many bad beats can you have before your team just starts – kind of playing differently and like just going the coaches start going by trying to trying out different policies and different uh, playbooks. And you're going up against a Kansas city team that, you know, they're not going to play them the same way they would play anybody else. So you're going to have to feed into that, that, that style, which is the, the Jefferson style, right? You just throw the ball to Jefferson, just keep throwing the ball to Jefferson. And he's going to go up against Snead, and that's where the game's going to come down to, I think, because Addison's not going to win the game for you. K- K.J. Osborne's not going to win. Addison's not going to win the game for you. Uh, it's going yeah, really well, to really come down Addison had a to,
1: gigantic zero last week, which was crazy. He's a, I mean, yeah, he's a rookie. I mean, he's a rookie. Yeah, well, I mean, so their losses so far have been Bucks, Eagles, Chargers, and then they won last week, finally, versus the Panthers— um, you know, I, and they I mean, almost lost, and they, and they almost, almost lost, lo- and they almost lost, right? Uh, I if mean, it, it
0: wasn't for a freaking fumble recovery for a touchdown,
1: it was. It was a win on the road. I, I mean, whatever. Any win on the road is is a decent win. Although, you know, we, we've talked about home dogs, and you know, who knows what home field means anymore. But you know, Chargers, Eagles, Buccaneers. In hindsight, those three teams are actually kind of good. I'm not a big believer in the Bucks. I, I question the Chargers on a whole. I do like the Eagles. But, you know, the Buccaneers have been, you know, getting by. I mean, you know, they, they've been making it happen. Uh, and as for the Chargers, look, we all know that their offense can be good. I don't like Staley as a coach. Uh, their defense can be suspect. I You know, they were... They were ahead, right, and then they, you know, had a kind of battle to, to fend off your Raiders last week. That was one of the games I, re- I wanted to watch the replay of it, and I, I didn't get to. So um, I don't know how it played off. I was paying attention to it watching Red Zone, but um, you know, I mean, what I, basically what I'm trying to say is it's a one and three record, but it's not necessarily you know a terrible one and three record. You know, it's not like the Giants turnaround this year, right? Uh, you know, the Giants from 2022 to 2023 is a goddamn nightmare. Fucking train wreck. Uh, Vikings, not so much. They just had three losses. You know, it's just going to be tough for them here.
0: Mm, yeah, they, they have quite a journey in front of them, unfortunately, because I feel as if after this year... What are what are they going to do? Like they, where are they going to improve? Where are they going to get better? What what's going to be the next stage for them? Because this isn't it. Like they're already one and three. They're shit out of luck. Maybe they can turn it on. Maybe they can make the playoffs and shit. But like
1: they're not.
0: Is it their defense? Like, how long are you going to keep that offense together? Is like Madison's Well, I not mean, your their, de- their
1: defense is ne- their defense has always been the the lacking of the two squads. Sure. But then you have the Kirk Cousins element. Yeah. And like, what's he going to do? What
0: are you going to do with him? And
1: yeah, you, you never know what you are going to get. You know, I, I mean, Cousins could be worse, but he easily could be better. Are you going to win the championship with him? Probably not, but. Uh, you know, you could be in worse situations right now. Kirk Cousins, Daniel Jones, which one do you take? A Cousins, for yeah, sure. Right? It's not even a question. I, I, I mean, for it, sure. That's be... not. That's that's silly. Like that's right. But I'm just saying, you could be worse. That that's what I'm driving home here. Is that it's yeah. not that yeah. bad. I for me, oh, the thing here is that. You know, can great- we not?
0: Can we not go back? Can we not go back to Daniel Jones again? Like they they, they, they wasted one hundred and sixty million dollars. We everybody knows it. It's it's fucking. No, reparded. I was just using it.
1: I was just using it as a point of reference. I, I'm not. I'm not going down any kind of rabbit hole with Daniel Jones. I, I I'll do a Giants. I wanted to do a Giants podcast each year, and I just haven't got around to it. But I would put that there rather than here. I was just saying, you know, this guy or that guy, right? The Adam Azer CBS Fantasy. Uh, you know, I'll give you three, and you give me, you know, the best of two, right? So. Uh, and, you know, I, I did it with Jones and, and Cousins. But anyway, 3.5 points, I don't think that's nearly enough. I, I'm, I'm kind of, like, head-scratching about the... Granted, yes, they just got by with the Jets. The Jets have a much better defense. The Jets were at home and played kind of inspired. Can the Vikings get that at home? I don't know. I don't think so. I'm going to pick the Chiefs here. This is your logic about the Bills winning handily because of the better team versus the Jags. That, that's the logic that I'm using here with the Chiefs.
0: Uh yeah, I I I like it too. I the, the Chiefs should the Chiefs have this this knack, this tendency. Without going into too much further detail about this, they have this tendency to go up on opponents by like two three scores, and like they just they just stop, they just shut down. Yeah,
1: they do it. They they do it all the time. Yeah, they all get the, the time. win. Well, last week, look. Mahomes can either go in there and make that game ten, and they still win, or he can just take a knee, and they can run the clock out, and they still win. sure. Exactly. E- either way he does it, they win. It's just one way they cover, one way they don't, or cover, push, or whatever the hell it you know. Um, I don't have it up it's last week. Was, was it was it nine up. and a half? Versus no, it was two and a half. It was no, 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 two and a half. Week, Chiefs, Chiefs, Jets last week was nine. At least when no, we did wasn't. our show. Yes. It was fucking nine. Oh oh I'm sorry. The T's went dropped it down. To the Ts dropped it down. Yes. That, right, right. Yeah. So um yeah. but you know, they win either way. It's just he happened to go down. So um I you know, points again, scoring sometimes is random. So but I'm gonna take the Chiefs here and you're gonna take the Chiefs here too, both uh taking them on the road there. And that fifty-three. I do think the fifty-three could be an over. I could see this game being a shootout and a half. Of course, yeah. Uh,
0: that 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 feels low to me. I thought it was going to be closer to like fifty-nine. These are two potent offenses.
1: Man, that that's a lot of points, though. You know, I mean, it's it's one more touch. It's one more touchdown. Yeah, I guess. I don't. I have we. I, I haven't looked. Have we even come close to a fifty-nine this year? I don't think. so. Yes. Of course. You uh, just had, what's his name, just put up 70. No, last week, 53 and a half. No, oh yeah, total. I'm just saying, have they had any line uh, the week before that 54? I don't think we've had anything even close. I don't think we've had anything over 54, probably.
0: San, San Diego, Miami, first week of the season was like 58 or
1: something like that. Was it really? I I, th- I think I have all the lines here. I'm just going back in time here. Uh, was this week one? Which one did you say? Chargers...
0: Chargers Dolphins like 50 Dolphins, something. Chargers
1: no that was 51 dude
0: uh what else was what else was we the highest i had the-
1: was 54 so far so anyway it no, doesn't no, no. matter uh, you know 53 yeah, there was- there was cuz i remember talking
0: about it on espn and how it was one game was really high it was like 58
1: yeah, well, anyway, it doesn't matter. So here, you would you would think an over. I would think an over, too. Uh, but we rarely pick overs and unders here. It's just not our jam. So uh, you can go to uh, any one of the uh, internet content creators that loves over-unders and listen to their uh, you know, bullshit. Uh, so with that said, we'll bounce out of Minnesota and we'll head out to the West Coast, which is the best coast, where we have a fantastic... Sunday night football game. 49ers hosting the Dallas Cowboys. Finally, it is the, it's like one of the only good games to watch this weekend. And it is a great one. So, San Fran is going to be a three and a half point favorite against Dallas. 45 is the over under. The Sharps have not come in on a side as of yet. However, the tickets as of right now are 65% in favor of San Francisco, and then the money is big on San Fran at 80%. So, you know, look, the Cowboys are good. San Francisco's good. I guess the argument is San Francisco that much better of a team than Dallas?
0: Everybody forgets, I guess, what happened two weeks ago with Arizona and
1: Dallas. In what regard? They got fucking smoked. Yeah, I would more or less chalk that up to a just a shit game though. I, I don't even look at that Dallas or think about that Dallas Arizona game as anything. Arizona okay. number one, Arizona is not as bad of a team as we initially thought to begin the year. Like I know no, I, I they're he, talking
0: about getting rid of fucking what's his name?
1: Who? They're talking, to, they, the reports came out today that
0: they're shopping, what's his name, Kyler Murray.
1: Well, I, I think, look, from the beginning of the season, everybody was talking about, you know, a new coach, come in here, you know, try to flip Murray, maybe, you know, tank for Caleb Williams, right, uh, etc. I, I mean, they brought in Dobbs. Dobbs has been fighting, you know. I mean, they, they've been losing successfully. But I'm not for lack of trying. I mean, the team fucking fights, man. So they're they're not a terrible team. And anyway, as it relates to the Cowboys, I don't really look at that loss and say, ah, you know, proof is right there that they're not that great of a team. But forget that. I think maybe the better question or, you know, variable to look at is exactly how good is San Francisco? Because I think San Fran. I mean, is there a team better than San Fran right now in the league? No, no, right? I mean, they're they're the top of the fucking hill, right? Yeah they they have they have they have just
0: mature weapons, and and nobody is going to just roll them over. You know, like they're just they're they're too. They have too many veterans at too many spots that you're just. It's just not going to – they're just like the Bills in that sense, man. Like, that's that's why, I like, a Bills 49ers uh, Super Bowl is just so
1: – you could just see it happening. Yeah, until you get to the playoffs and then something stupid happens.
0: I but know. Yeah, some sure. stupid shit, yeah.
1: Right now, San Francisco's offense is second in terms of yards per game, while Dallas's defense is second in yards against. So, you know, you got a good matchup there. But then you flip it. San Francisco's defense is fifth. And then Dallas offense, surprisingly enough, is, is only eleventh. I mean, they're still throwing up yardage. I, right? you know, it's like three sixty a game or something like that. So they're still, you know, performing ab- above a lot of the others. It's actually, no, their offense isn't that good, dude. Well, th- what I was going to say was that you know they're kind of lifted up there because their rushing game is so strong, their passing attack, and I thought that this was going to be the year of Ceedee Lamb. And are yeah,
0: right. It, Garbage.
1: It has not come to fruition. It, and if you watch them, and I, I've been able to watch the Cowboys games, you know, there's just something about Dak Prescott and that passing offense. It's just off. And I, I don't think it's Lamb. I still think that this is Prescott. I, I think it comes down to Prescott just not being the guy. You know, better than yeah, most. I don't know. You know, it's kind of, it's kind of the you know it's kind of the Kirk Cousins situation all over again yeah you know, good, that's a good point better than others Kirk Cousins or Dak Prescott Prescott yeah i think i'm Prescott too he's just younger you know i just i think i just like him better you know but yeah, here well, yeah, here's a crazy one all right so Prescott or Brock Purdy Purdy yeah, right. And this is Purdy's second year, and well, well, I mean,
0: are we talking Purdy in his offense, or are we talking like building a franchise around the person? Well, you could flip flop him. I'm, I'm, you you could take Purdy. No, and- you can't because Pur- Pur- The other reason Purdy's good is because if you go back to our pod before the season began, I said it to you. It doesn't matter. He's just another. He's a younger Jimmy Garoppolo.
1: He he just he, all no, he does is. Okay. Fit- fit into that scheme. All right. right, I I got you. Stop, though. This is the situation I am posing to you. Take out Prescott in Dallas and put in Purdy. Or do you keep Prescott?
0: I think if you put Prescott in San Francisco, he is too much of a... That is
1: not the question. What? That is not the scenario. The scenario is not taking Prescott and putting it in San Francisco... The question is taking Purdy and putting it in, in Dallas. And I'm doing that for Oh yeah.
0: Soon. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Very much so. I'd rather have Purdy there.
1: Yeah, right. Me too. Yeah. Now, yes, to your point, I do think Prescott would have success in San Francisco with the weapons and with the coaching. I don't know if it would be more than, you know, Purdy. You know, they might change the offense a little bit, whatever it might be. But They would have to, yeah. You know, like, Dallas is not as good a coach team, so then the question becomes, okay, on a team that's not coached as well, and you were to take one of those two quarterbacks, who would you take? I would take Purdy, and you would too. Yes. Right, so... You know, I, I it's just crazy to think that because he was nothing, and then he hurt his elbow, and now he's back, and he and he's kind of like legit. And I think the Dallas offense is the biggest question mark for me in this game because at three and a half, and you disclosed yours earlier, can't, the 49ers here are my best bet of the week. So they, yeah, they should
0: they should at home roll the Cowboys. I'm sorry, I don't care how good that defense is, like they're. San Francisco's offense can beat you at every facet of what you would consider a, a, a football offense uh, uh, to to run run like it's it's just they they have they have people that can beat you on the the, the deep ball they have people that can be on the slants they can have they got people that can beat you on the screens they have a, people that can beat you running the ball like they they literally have everything covered
1: yeah and. You know, the the coaching is just kind of the cream of the crop. But I, I Dallas to me, I don't know. It, it, with Micah Parsons kind of banged up, I, I could see Dallas getting rolled in this game. Yeah, that's what I.
0: That's what I just said for sure. They they're gonna hundred percent. This three and a half is only because Dallas's defense has scored seventeen touchdowns this year.
1: Yeah, forty-five points is the over/under. If that doesn't go over, it's going to be because of the Cowboys' offense. Because otherwise, yes. I you know I could see them getting you know fifty, you know twenty-eight, twenty-four. Boom! There you go, fifty-two. Right,
0: but that's I, I think that's the game that Vegas thinks going to happen is going to be like a twenty-eight, twenty-four. But I don't see Dallas's offense scoring. 24 points right. against San Francisco's defense. And that that's
1: <laughs> that that is my question is whether or not Dallas can keep up with the 49ers. Right, because I could also see the 49ers going up by maybe like two touchdowns and then Prescott blowing it on the road trying to do too much and then interception, you know, fumble, some kind of shit, you know. I hope it's a better game because it is a Sunday night game and there's really not much to watch tomorrow. So, I'm hoping for a better performance um, out of both those teams. But I am going to side with the 49ers here in the three and a half with, with fear that it, it could be an easy, easy win for the 49ers here at home.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm going with 49ers all the way.
1: Yeah. And, and as everybody, like I said, money right now is 80%. Although, I, you know, who knows? The Sunday night games always end up being heavily bet as everybody piles in their losses as the day goes on, and then they try to get in there in that last game. So I I don't know how those numbers and statistics will change between now and Sunday night. But as of right now, 80% of the money pool is on San Francisco, 65% of the tickets, and the Eggie brothers as well. So that said, let's run down the rest of the ticket. Third down, down. and we'll rewind back to one o'clock. Dolphins hosting the Giants. Dolphins huge favorites. Twelve and a half point trifecta game. Sharps tickets, money pool, all on on Miami. Over under is forty seven and a half. And those tickets and money pool are huge. Ninety one percent of the tickets, ninety six percent of the money. Give me the Dolphins here in the twelve and a half. It's a lot of points. I don't care. The Giants are terrible. They're one of the
0: Dolphins might might get the over alone.
1: Yeah, the forty, the forty-seven. I don't know about that, but I, I would I actually know. think it under because I, I don't think the Giants are going to contribute to this game all that much. I think this might be the Giant implosion game because they are playing really poor. And Daniel Jones is awful, and that has been what has really been tanking that team. They're I mean, not even going to. They're not even going to be able to find
0: a trade partner for him. Like they're, they're going to have to just. No, he's him done. In
1: or, He's done. They gave him the contract. They tried to give him more to do because last year it was kind of a simple, okay. Uh, he doesn't even run. He hasn't even run this year. Well, no, he, I mean, he basically just fixates on, on one read and then he tries to run. But everybody knows that, right? Like last year it was kind of a, you know, Daybol did some cooking and was able to make him look better than he is. Everybody's got a year of tape. And so now this year it's just behind a terrible line and and him just doing the same shit over and over again. Now he's got happy feet. I mean, he like doesn't. I mean, he looks one way and one way only. Um, there's a, a, a big uh, what a big blue banter, I think. Big blue planter. Two young kids. I don't even think young. One kid's probably thirty. But anyway, um, but they break down tape. They actually do a pretty good job. And they were going down, and they were just showing some of the all twenty-two, and they were just showing open receivers all over. And Jones just, I mean, he's just not looking. He's just like. You know, one read and I'm uh, and then I'm running and it was like, what? You know, Dable throwing that fucking that that uh Microsoft Surface pad was hysterical because that that tells you everything you need to know about the giant season. But anyway, I we spent way too much time. Uh, dolphins here, twelve and a half. It sounds if you, you think they're going to cover it, the the over alone, you're on the Dolphins as well. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 for sure. Let's go to Detroit Lions taking on the Panthers. Lions, nine-and-a-half point favorites. 44 is the over-under. Sharps on the Panthers. Everything else on the Lions. Uh, 76% of the tickets, so the public big on the Dallas here. All right, Dallas, Detroit. Give me uh, me the Panthers, though. Nine-and-a-half is just too much. Lions offense really hasn't closed out games here and and really opened it up. Not the Panthers are any good, but nine-and-a-half is a lot for me, so I'm going to take the Panthers.
0: Yeah, me too. That's exactly what I said. Was just take take the Panthers and the points. Just I I I don't know. It's even te- I think it's up to ten now. I, I, I just don't.
1: I just looked before we came on. It was still at nine and a half. It depends on what book you you're looking at, but. Uh, Nine and a half or ten, either one, I'll I'll take it. You know, I'd rather take the ten, obviously, but, you know, so be it. Uh, Next one is kind of uh, uh, the surprising Texans going on the road against Atlanta. This game is currently uh, at DraftKings at minus two. It was one and a half earlier today. Over-under is 41 and a half points. The Sharps are on the Falcons, the favorite there, and then the tickets and the money are on the underdog Texans. Who are you going to take in this one?
0: I took the underdogs.
1: Yeah, so did I. Uh, I'm I'm not all aboard the CJ Stroud Shre- train, but I mean, I'm definitely not on the Desmond Ritter train.
0: No, no, I'm I'm not on either train for either of these teams. I don't. Ritter's typically- really bad. He's terrible. Yeah, he's really bad. I mean, that's they they already talked about all week. They've been talking about putting that. Uh, the bat, the kid from Washington. Taylor he was up Yeah, that's it. Um, I almost said Henke. Uh, <laughs> so, which nobody would understand except for the people on this. Yeah, podcast I know. Right well, uh,
1: topical too because uh, shout out, RIP Peg. uh yeah. Passed away uh, this week, uh, battle cancer. So, yeah. Shout out, thoughts and prayers to the Henke family.
0: Peggy was awesome. Peg was um, awesome. Yeah, I, I just I don't think uh Atlanta I don't know what Atlanta's going to do. Atlanta's
1: just I don't know what they're doing, man. You watch them play and you're just like what the fuck are you doing? It's ris- uh, it's Ritter, man. He's terrible. Uh, you know. Yeah, it, he's really bad. Nothing more you can say about it. I mean, he's just bad, which is why I All right, not moving
0: that. moving on Houston.
1: So, next one, uh Ravens, Steelers. This is a good AFC uh, North battle. Ravens are going to be the road favorite and a a bigger road favorite, right? Defined as a big road favorite, four and a half points or more. They are four and a half point favorites over the Steelers in Pittsburgh. Over under is 38, not expecting a lot of points here. The Sharps are going to come in on Baltimore, but the tickets and the money are in on the Steelers. 83% of the money pool actually is on Pittsburgh. Um, No thanks for me. I, even though it looks like Kenny Pickett is going to suit up, I don't think that that matters. I, the Ravens are the better team here. Four and a half is a lot, um, but I don't know. What what has Pittsburgh shown you that thinks that they could keep up with a Baltimore team that's actually getting healthy and is going to have some of their players back this week? So, you know, I, I feel bad for Pittsburgh. I think it's going to be a rough year.
0: I do too. Uh, I'm going to go with Baltimore for sure.
1: Yeah, right. I, you know, the four and a half is a little much, but I don't think it is enough. We'll see. This might be one of those, uh, you know, kind of like earlier in the, where the well, the Ravens should have won that game, but when they lost to the Colts, you're kind of like, what the fuck happened? But I, I don't know. I, I don't think it's going Kenny Pickett's going to produce that, but uh, you never know. That's why they play the games. So we're both in on the Ravens. Titans-Colts is the next one. This is going to be another road favorite, as the Titans are two and a half point favorites over indianapolis is the over-under. This is going to end up being a pros-Joes game as the Sharps and the money are on the Titans, but tickets are on the Colts. I'm surprised that this is not flipped. You know, I mean, the Titans did win last week and completely blew up my analysis because I fucking put them dead in the water and uh, that was not the case. But this week, I don't know. Colts, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. This is one of my super picks. I, I actually like the Colts. I'm surprised that they're underdogs here. I was surprised too. Uh, with everybody coming back, uh, you know, and if you look at the injury report, you know, I, I don't know if there's anything there. Uh, I think Leonard's out, right? Yeah. It's like he matters. But, yeah, but he, he's he, been, that he's was been good. To my yeah. He, he has not been good. Um, so I don't know what it would be, but, and they did sign, oh, and this was uh, breaking news, so not necessarily breaking happened earlier today, but Jonathan Taylor will be staying in in, in Indianapolis for the next couple of years, or at least uh, until they trade him, which very well could happen. I doubt it, though, because who's going to want that contract? He ends up signing a three-year extension. It's worth $42 million, but only 26 dollars guaranteed
0: I, 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 they gave him enough money to shut him the fuck up, but at the same time, not too much that they couldn't trade him because somebody will take him at 14 million a year, especially, especially, well, it's not even
1: 14 million a year, right? Because that's the, that's the extension, but the guaranteed is what you really pay him. So the guarantee is like eight, eight and change a year right and oh, rest- I, I read an, i read an article he's
0: now the at, he's 14 million a year
1: well again i think this remember nfl contracts are fuzzy and i, I could be doing it wrong right but the signing bonus or the guarantee is really what you get So that's three years, twenty-six and a half million. So that ends up being about eight and a half, if you include all the bonuses and what they get if they actually live out the full contract. That's forty-two, and that ends up being the twelve million a year or whatever, right? Or no, fourteen, fourteen a year, fourteen a year, which is the number that you you use. Which I thought was aggressive, like fourteen a year. Like you know, they're not giving running backs that which is why, why I question whether or not the 26.5 million is the actual number. But regardless, he might play a little bit this week, I read. He might not. I You know, who cares? I don't think it matters. It's not why I'm picking the Colts. I'm just picking the Colts because I think they're the better of the two teams.
0: Yeah, I, I uh, me too. I'm, I'm going with the Colts here.
1: So that'll bring us to our last 1 o'clock game. Pat's hosting the Saints. Pat's. One-point favorite here at home. 39 is the over-under. Sharps and the tickets are in on New Orleans, actually. And then the money pool is slightly in on New England. Uh, I, th- this is another stink fest. There's been stink fest up and down 1 o'clock. This is another one. Give me the Pats, though.
0: Yeah. I, 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 another spread I'm kind of shocked at. I, I thought New Orleans would have been the favorite but i'm still going to i'm still going to take uh, uh new england here yeah they've been sure.
1: they've been flip-flopping i think that saints were favorite earlier in the week and then they they've dropped um, you know new england's going into this one they're going to be short uh, gonzalez they're going to be short uh judon which was a terrible loss he he's been, played so well since he came from baltimore and now it looks like his season's going to be done um, you know, question marks abound about New England. I just, I, you know, the Saints, if they were healthy, are like a lock to win this game. I, I just question how healthy they really are. Um, I don't know. I, I think this is going to be one that I regret later, but uh, we're both in on New England as of, as of right now. Uh, yeah. That'll take us to the 4 o'clock games. Eagles on the road in Los Angeles. It's going to be a road favorite by four points over the Rams. 50 and a half is the over-under. Sharps tickets on the Rams, money on the Eagles. Give me the Rams here,
0: really? oh no i took I took the Eagles. I'm shot. i'm I am shot i i did not think you were gonna take the
1: uh Rams have played ha- think- Rams have played hard. The Eagles have not the Eagles have scared me in spots. Uh, you know, look, this is another one of those games that the Eagles are the better team. Fletcher Cox is out. That's gonna have an impact on them. If they played, if they both play their best football, I, the Eagles should win by four points. I just don't know what I'm going to get by Philadelphia. They've got to go cross country. And the Rams, for whatever it's worth, have played well. They really have. Like, even in losses, yeah. they played okay. So, you know, the four points, yeah, give me, give me, give me Los Angeles. I've seen crazier things happen.
0: I'm, I'm going to go with Philly. I, 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 I'm on the other side of the fence here. I just don't believe in the Rams being good. That's just me.
1: No, I I don't know if they're good, but they played well, right? And so sure. there there is something to be said about that. And you know, look, I I've used the the argument that you know 49ers are better than the Cowboys, and they play at the best of their potential, and they blow them out. And then I said the Bills should blow the Jags out, but I don't think they're going to do that. So I'm all over the map with this. Like The better team is or is not going to perform. It's just a gut right here with the Eagles and Rams. I'm just going to take the Rams there and the four points. You're on the other side. You're going to take the Eagles. They play their best ball, and then they blow them out, which probably will end up happening. Bengals-Cardinals, I don't know what you want to do with this game. Bengals are the road favorite over the Cardinals, three points. Over-under is 44.5. Trifecta game, everybody and their brother is on the Cardinals here. Heavy on the money at 79% of the money pool. Um, I'm going to take the Bengals. This is kind of like, I I don't know, I feel like it's a season-like game. They lose this game. I mean, shit. You might as well shut Burrow down for a couple of weeks. Like nothing's going well, so I, I'm I'm going to take the Bengals here. I they, they need to do something. Me
0: too, man. I'm like I I'm like they have to have a turnaround game eventually, and I want to be
1: on the right end of it. I, I I mean, look, if the Bengals were playing well and losing, then I probably would take the Cardinals here because the Cardinals have played really fucking hard, and they played well at home. Uh, they should have won that Giants game. You know, they did win the the Cowboy game. I just I I don't know the, the Bengals have played so bad that I, they need some kind of quote unquote get right game. I think it could be this one, and if it's not at one and four, you know there's going to be a lot of shit getting thrown around in Cincinnati. Oh yeah, that's for oh sure. yeah. So we're both in the Bengals for the same reason. That leaves one four o'clock game left. Broncos hosting the Jets. Broncos two and a half point favorites over New York. Forty-three and a half is the over/under. Pros, Joe's game. Pros on the Broncos. The tickets and Joe's on the Jets. I don't know which. which, which what are you gonna do here with uh, Denver, New York? You think New York I, can I follow up on I last don't week?
0: Really give a fuck about this game? This is a terrible. Nor game. Nor do I. we've gotta take, pick them. Jets.
1: Taking here, the Jets. All right, I'm on the other side. I'm taking the Broncos here. Two and a half points. At home, I, I mean, really, every you, know, you can't get too geeked up on fucking Zach Wilson's game last week. I mean, can we see him do it more than once before we're like, yeah. Oh, no, know, I you love, know. I, I love their defense.
0: I think their defense is, I, I, I'm, I love really good defenses. I like watching a good defensive battle. Don't get me wrong. I just, I, I can't watch that offense. I'm just really sour because we invested a lot of money and time into that offense with specific fantasy leagues. And it's just Garrett Wilson's like top, top 10 in the league by, by far top 10 wide receiver in the league. And yeah, he, I know
1: it, it screwed a lot of shit up. So
0: it sucks. But yeah. that
1: was the, that was the risky take, right? You, you weren't banking uh you weren't taking them thinking that Aaron Rodgers is going to go down four plays into the first fucking week. No. And then, as it was, it just fucking right down the fucking toilet. Anyway, uh, we're on opposite sides. I got got Denver. He's got the Jets. We already talked about the Sunday night games, so that leaves one game left, and that is going to be your Raiders on Monday Night Football. The Las Vegas Raiders hosting the Green Bay Packers. The Raiders. Two and a half point favorites at home. 45 is the overrunner. It is a pros-joes game with the pros coming in on Las Vegas while the tickets are a slight lean toward Green Bay. With the stage set for your Raiders trying to make a comeback after suffering a loss last week versus the Los Angeles Chargers. Khalil Mack having ten tackles and six sacks for 50-something fucking fantasy points. Can they f- fight back here and get a W? Uh, I guess.
0: I mean, I, they, they can. I don't think they're going to. Do you, do you remember the Brett Favre game when he lost his father?
1: Yeah, it was Monday night. I watched that game at Houlihan's with Rob Parsons. We watched the whole thing all the way to the end. Yeah, robbing my heyday. We would go out for every oh one of those fucking games and finish it. And uh, yeah, it was fucking phenomenal. He went eight.
0: He had like six touchdowns in the first half. Or yeah, some was nu- shit. It was it, something nuts. It was, yeah, it was, it was nuts. nuts.
1: And nuts. I want to. That was like early two thousands. Oh one, oh two, maybe. I it was it against the Raiders. It was against the Raiders. I don't. I just don't know who your quarterback was. Gannon. Was it still Gannon? Oh, Jamarcus Russell? Jamarcus Russell. Jamarcus Russell? No way. No, that happened when I was down in Miami. Um, I think it might have been Gannon because that was around like the Super Bowl era, right? And- Russell, J- J- Jamarcus Russell was right right after that. Right after that. Right. Well, I but I think it was like oh four oh five or something like that. But it was not in this game, not for sure. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's when it was. Oh four oh five was like when
1: Russell came into play because
0: right. after after the this Super Bowl they they just tanked.
1: Was it before that? Yes, it, I, definitely I, before that. Because I watched the game in the so, hands. I remember
0: it distinctly. Oh one. That means I would have. I remember watching the game. I was at home.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think of who his who his wide receivers were. Uh, that... Tim girl. Brown? Well, no, you're talking oh, about Gannon. Oh, oh. I'm talking about, uh, Brett Favre. And that... I don't want to look it up. I, I'm going to fucking look it up, and I don't want to. Uh, who is that... Jesus,
0: it's the second freaking Sterling thing to look up. Sterling Sharp?
1: S- so Favre's legend, the- week 16, 2003. 2000... 2000- okay, oh three. Okay, so, um... Was that? It was the
0: year after. Uh, So uh, thirty-one led thirty-one-seven at at halftime. He had four touchdowns. Uh, Yeah, man, that was that was it was incredible what he did that that night.
1: Yeah, but my question is, who were his wide receivers? And can you think of it before we look it up? Sterling Shepard for sure. Sterling Sharp. Sterling Sharp, sorry. Um, I don't know. Sterling's- I think he might have been out of there by then. Uh,
0: Bad Moon. Uh, was was at the who end of the short,
1: uh, Who was that? Uh, Did he have a short white receiver at one point? Or am I mixing him up with? Uh, no, that was Jordy Nelson. Jordy Nelson, and that was Rodgers. Yeah, uh, no, it was uh, Donald Driver, right? Oh, Donald Driver. That might have been Donald Driver era, right?
0: Yeah, Donald Driver and um who was who was their really good tight end.
1: Uh, I know I know he had a t- tight end. It wasn't a it wasn't a named tight end though, right? It was just like kind no. of big because he had a Favre connection, like him and Favre just yeah. up a bunch. Yeah. Um Oh, shit. Now I'm going to have to look it up. Uh, What was it? They led uh, 31-7 at halftime. Uh, December, Monday Night Football, December. Oh, so I was home uh, for break, and that's why I watched it uh, with Parsons. Uh, Because I moved down to Miami, but I was home for break. So uh, Packers game. This is always good for a fucking podcast. People love hearing you fucking fucking go through. Fucking Stats, trying to figure it out. But anyway, the point was: is who was in that I'm game. There. Box score. I'm, I'm, I'm on oh, there. Oh no, box score. No box score. That's terrible. Wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. There's another way to find it. But anyway, Pro let's see. Football Reference. Pro Football Reference would have it. Yeah. But look at that. He was 22 of 30, like in that game, and that was like big. Oh, Antonio Freeman. Antonio Freeman. Antonio Freeman, w- who was involved in the Monday night game, <clears> where <throat> produced this gem. He did what? And that was the touchdown that bounced off his ass. If you remember <laughs> that play.
0: No, I don't.
1: Uh, Freeman went down. The ball bounced off his ass. He turned around and caught it. Everybody thought the play was dead and incomplete, but it wasn't. Yeah, because it bounced up off his hiney, and then he picked it up as he rolled over, and then he took it. Or it bounced off the, I think it was a Viking? But whatever. Uh, And that was the call. was Al Michaels when he used to put some kind of effort into his fucking play-by-play. He did what? Was the call. Anyway, uh, as we digress, we got Raiders Packers here. Wesley Walls. Wesley Walls? That was the tight end?
0: I think so. Javon Walker?
1: Javon Walker, yes. He was that era? Okay. So, Javon Walker and Antonio Freeman. Antonio Freeman, that's probably the end of his era. Javon Walker, um, the big deal between Javon Walker and Favre was that Favre bitched and moaned at him to get into camp rather than settle his. Remember, he was holding out for a new contract? And if no. I'm not mistaken, uh, if I remember correctly, Javon Walker ended up folding and he came into camp, because, you know, far bitching and moaning at him. And I think Walker blew his knee out. You
0: will never guess who our fucking quarterback was.
1: It was not Jonathan Gannon? No. Not Jonathan Gannon. Uh, fucking Rich Gannon. Uh, is, it a, is it a named quarterback or not? Yeah, he used to play. I'll give you a hint. He played for, if I'm
0: remembering correctly, he played for the Seattle Seahawks.
1: Played for the Seahawks. So who yep. played for the Seahawks? I don't know. There was a lot of shitty guys that went through Seattle at that point. Uh, fucking Hasselback, Kitna. Uh, Rick, Before then. Rich Meyer. Before then. There you go. It was Meyer? <laughs> yeah. I just pulled that out. He came up in another conversation I was having at the bar the other day because he was involved in, like, the 98 shit season with Testaverde. Oh, uh, dr- oh, Driver was on this team. So so Driver, Walker, and Freeman were all on that team? Yeah. That's not a bad team. They weren't even that good. They were 9-6. and
0: six. Najee Davenport and Amon Green were their two running backs. Wow!
1: Yeah, there's a throwback. Davenport out of Florida State, uh, and then Greener Amon from- Green was really good. He was good. Yeah, he had a nice run there. He, he was oh my god! A big god, fantasy our, fucking,
0: guy. our Our Tyrone Wheatley was our number one. Wow!
1: There was a guy that you know he stuck around the NFL for way longer than I thought he was going to.
0: All right, two thousand three. Guess who our wide receivers were?
1: Huh, oh three. So Meyer was the quarterback, but he was not the starter. So he must have come in. He must have come in because of injury.
0: Yeah, uh, Rob Johnson.
1: right, yeah. Um, so Tyrone Wheatley's your running back. Eventually, you guys went to Lamont Jordan. You got him from the Jets because the Jets wouldn't play him. And then you got him, and he had, like, a good year. And then he got, like, a th- weird fucking leg injury. But anyway, uh, yeah. let's rewind yeah. to this
0: year. Charlie <laughs> Gardner was actually on that team, too. He um, must—Charlie
1: Charlie, Gardner got hurt that game. So he had, to get, he had to be hurt if Wheatley was running because Gardner was your guy. Um, I don't know. Was, uh, what do you call uh, Tim Brown still on that team at that yep. point? Yep. So Brown was on the team. Um, somebody got, had sixteen. Somebody had sixteen targets that game. Uh, I, maybe he was still. I don't think he was still in the league. Was Was Jerry Rice still on the other side? There of, you Brown? go. Yeah, okay.
0: There you go.
1: Yeah. So you got you had Br- Brown and Rice, and then uh, I, I guess Garner in the backfield. God, Rice was so good, dude. He played forever. I actually think, if I'm not mistaken, right. He went San Francisco to Oakland, but I think he finished in Seattle.
0: No, he f- he finished in Oakland.
1: I think he might have played like a season in in Seattle.
0: Oh, it, it, it looks like he must have. No, he started in Oakland and he ended in Seattle. He must have been traded.
1: Yeah, right. But there they, they he did go to Seattle at some point, but I, I don't think he did anything. Oh, my God, dude, 16
0: years, 16 NFL seasons.
1: Oh, yeah, okay. So that was his final year was when he went to Seattle. and He played uh, whatever, 11 games, started nine. He had nothing.
0: He never missed a game? Oh, he did.
1: But, I mean, you want to – look, we've gone down this road, but Moss Moss is the best that I've ever seen do it. He just didn't have the career he should have because he just didn't put the effort in. But I mean, look at fucking Rice. You know, I mean, at Rice 24 and 86, again. he did 1,500 yards in the old school NFL. Fast forward 10 years to 95, and he put up 1,800 yards. And he didn't stop there. So that was still all San Francisco. I mean, you know, 1,200 at 34 years old, he had 1,300 yards with San Francisco. Try, try getting, yeah, try getting 1,236 years old. Uh, and then he had 2,000-yard seasons with Oakland at 39-40. and 40. He had he – had, how, how many yards did he have this
0: season? I, mean, I, I don't know why it's not showing me this.
1: How many yards uh, – what?
0: Did he ha- I'm trying to see how many yards he had when he was in Oakland.
1: Well, I, oh, I, have, it I have it pulled up right now. So, I mean, his three seasons, he had um, 1,100, 1,200, and 800, or 900, let's say.
0: 1850 yards. Do you know how hard it is in even in 17 games to do that?
1: Well, that was and that was old NFL. Like that wasn't this NFL where there's, you know, nothing but space and everybody's supposed to be doing that. That's like well, that was like the argument they just made with with Dan Marino. Right, and somebody was talking about Dan Marino or no, they were talking to Joe Montana and Joe Montana was like, "Yeah, well, I, you know, I mean, Dan, he said Marino was the best. He said Marino he's ever was seen. the best, right? Yeah. And he was just like, yeah, imagine what he would have done nowadays when it's like you have all this protection and you have nothing with space.
0: Marino was really good. I remember him.
1: <laughs> Do you remember him? Yeah, he was pretty good. Um, yeah, he would have. Well, he, he was. I was a kid. He was. By yeah, the time yeah, yeah. I, you were, you he were was, really young. You were really young. Yeah, but I was young. He would have run rough shot over the, the current NFL. I mean, more so than anybody. Anybody like
0: Favre, Favre was the beginning of of my like reality in the game, like where I really followed it and understood it. Like I remember following it when we were kids and shit and watching. Remember like like Sunday night sports center after cuz you could only watch one game at a time and like you got to see all the highlights of the game yeah, afterwards. like before they had
1: ticket and all that kind of shit
0: and Yeah, you know. it was cool, man. Well,
1: that's what why primetime was so good, right? Because you know, yeah, Berman just made it all was entertaining, awesome. right? And so, and what was funny was like they always had that Sunday night game too. Remember, it was on TNT and TBA, or I think it was on TNT. And nobody gave a shit about that Sunday night game. It was not like a big property. It was just it was it was on, and not a yeah. lot of people watched it. Right? Everybody liked everybody liked the Monday night game. Monday night used to be the shit. Uh, there obviously was no Thursday night game, but Sunday night game existed, and it was just nobody cared about it. I, I loved it. I always used to watch it, but. Um. Yeah. So if you if you look at Randy Moss versus Jerry Rice, and we have really gotten off the track here, but who fucking cares? Um, Moss, right? He starts to fall off. You know, he's in Minnesota. He's got killer seasons through 26 years old, and then he gets his fucking panties in a bunch. And at 27, he's like, I'm done. And then they flip him to Oakland. He flounders there for a couple of years. At 30 years old, he goes to New England, and that's when he has the 1,500-yard, 23-touchdown season, right? So that was at 30 years old. And that was kind of the end of it, and then he gets all pissy-moany. The next couple of years, I think uh, Brady blew his knee out in, in 08, and then he comes back the year after that, and then they trade him. So at 33, he's kind of dead. Rice at 30... Rice at thirty-one had fifteen hundred yards. At thirty-two, he had fifteen hundred yards. What are you doing over there? You're killing my ears. Uh, oh, you can hear me. I'm sorry, yes. dude. Yes, I can't hear you. As can everybody else. Um, at thirty-three, he had eighteen hundred yards. So when Randy Moss is basically punching out of the NFL because he's just had enough and he doesn't want to do it anymore, Rice is fucking cooking, cooking. It's and crazy. Goes on, after that, to have another fucking six seasons. I mean, <laughs> M- Moss is the what? biggest waste of talent that I've ever seen. I mean, that guy, I mean... He was he, really good. He just should have been so much better, you know? And, I mean, he tries to make a comeback in, in 2012 with San Francisco, but that was, like, nothing. But, I mean, think about all those. You know, you're looking at Randy Moss in prime, Randy, prime age... At 27, you know, 27, 28, 29, all three lost seasons for Randy Moss. 27, 28, 29, what was Rice doing? 1,400, 1,500, 1,200. I mean, fuck. But anyway, uh, back to the game. Uh, Raiders favored by 2.5 here at home. 45 the over-under. Pros, Joes. Pros like your Raiders. Joes like the Packers. I'm going to take the Packers.
0: Yeah, I'm taking the Packers, too.
1: And that about does it. So we're both on the pack there. That will do it for the rest. And so let's get to all of our bits. Fourth down. down. So I will let you start because I couldn't really figure out what you ended with after last week. You did hit your single bets. So, but you didn't yeah, break other I, ones.
0: I, yeah, I broke even.
1: Okay, so I lost.
0: I lost fifteen bucks. I'm like, like seven, 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 seven,
1: seven, seven two five, something like that. All right, so seventy-seven hundred. Uh, let's leave it at that. Uh, as for me, I, I I escaped as I ended up hitting the one T's because Kansas City pushed the way that I had it. But I I fucking Philadelphia killed me on the other one. So I ended up a couple hundred above, and so I'm at like 7,400 is where I'm at. So you're still ahead of me there. Um, So let's do best bets. Uh, I picked San Francisco. You already uh, divulged. divulged? Uh, You told us earlier that you were taking the Bills. So you're going to take Buffalo there. And yeah. so, for the super contest, what are you going to do for your five picks?
0: Uh, Baltimore, Indy,
1: Baltimore, S- Indy, Cincy. Oh, there you go. You're going for that. The back up against the uh, wall. Yep, KC. Yep, and San Francisco, San Fran. Okay, well, we have some similarities there as I also picked San Francisco, Kansas City, and Baltimore. And then the two games that I went were different from you, was New England and Denver. So we both have San Francisco, Baltimore, Kansas City for our super picks. Then I went New England, Denver, and Chris went Indianapolis and Cincinnati. So that leads us to our bets. So you, with your $7,700 bankroll, why don't you kick it off and let us know where you're going to go.
0: Okay, so I'll start with my money line parlays that I'm going to do. I'm sorry, my uh, straight bets I'm going to do. Okay, I got money line San Francisco, and that's going to be. Uh, I got to spend some money to make some money, so that's going to be two fifty to cash out four hundred. Okay. All right, then I'm going to do the spread. I'm going to do. Buffalo. That's a hundred to win two hundred. Okay. All right. Then I am going to do money line parlays.
1: Uh, here we go. The parlays, which two. have not hit. I, I, I think you are over for but the year so far. Two for
0: three, the past two weeks. In two parlay's? out of three games. Money line parlays.
1: In money line parlays, you were. I was two out of three. Oh, was, oh, oh I, yeah, legs. Two out of three legs. legs. Yes. Yep. Two out of three legs. On the, the season, you're zero and eight, and I'm zero and nine. By the way, so
0: yeah, it's. But I, you never know. You never know. Luckily, um, you know, because if you take away that eighteen hundred, I bet. Uh, before the season began, I'm really only down like four or five hundred bucks. So I'm I'm doing all right. Yeah, right yeah, right
1: yeah. Now. no, it's not bad. It, that's reflective. Again, we both had about a thousand bucks in. To the uh, into long season bets, so that that is also reflective in our bankrolls. But anyway, uh, so your money line parlay, yeah. So Buffalo, Baltimore, Indy, and
0: that's going to be hundred to win four twenty five. Okay. And then I'm going to do another one: Cincy, San Francisco, Green Bay. And that's 100 to win 500.
1: That's obviously because uh, Green Bay there is the dog. Not a big dog, but a dog nonetheless.
0: Yeah. And then I'm going to do a fun little prop bet. And I'm going to do alternate
1: spreads.
0: Four different teams, four-way parlay.
1: Yeah, I haven't looked at alternate spreads all that much this year because the spreads have been so wacky as it is. I haven't seen any that I'm kind of like, ah, you know, maybe throw some points on there. Yeah,
0: so that's exactly why I looked at th- this week. It, I, I haven't done it until this week, but I like I like this one that I came up with. So it's Buffalo. It's, this is 100 to win 900. So it's Buffalo minus
1: 2.5. Okay.
0: Bal- Baltimore. Minus two and a a half.
1: All right.
0: Then I'm going to jack up the Philly spread to six and a half.
1: Oh, all right. I was going to say, you're going to have to do something the other way at some point if if you're getting the one for 900.
0: Yep. So Philly, I raised it.
1: Okay. To what? To six and a half.
0: To a touchdown. And KC to two and a half. So I got Buffalo two and a half, Baltimore two and a half, KC two and a half, and Philly six and a half.
1: Wow. Which, okay. So you're thinking uh, the which Rams- I really,
0: I really kind of like it. I think this actually this this has like when you look at it from a, a you know you stand back and you look at it from a distance, you're like. These are pretty nice spreads, obviously. Well, you're, you know.
1: you're basically saying Buffalo, Baltimore, Kansas City all win by a field goal, right? Which is, you know, quite understandable. They probably all win by more than that. And then you're saying that the Eagles run away in Los Angeles and, and, and smoke the Rams. Yeah. Yeah, the, exactly. Eagle, the Eagle one is the question mark for me. Uh, but that's only because I'm giving a little bit of credit to uh, to Los Angeles playing okay at home.
0: Yeah. Yep. So that's it. That's all
1: I'm doing for this week. Okay. So he's got two straight bets San Francisco money line and then Buffalo with the points. Got a parlay uh, money line bets. Buffalo, Baltimore, Indy is one of them. Cincinnati, San Fran, Green Bay is the other. And then he's doing alt spreads. Buffalo, Baltimore, Kansas City all by two and a half points. And then Philadelphia by six and a half points for a four-team total. I'm going to do it a little different. I'm hoping that my teases finally come around. Uh, I've been toying with them left and right. It hasn't really worked out. So my first tease, I'm going to take San Francisco. I'm going to take Kansas City. I'm going to put them on the other side, so then they just have to win. Um, I guess they could lose by two also, and I would still be all right. Um, and then I'm going to take Green Bay, and I'm going to jack Green Bay up to 8.5. So even if the Packers end up uh, losing, I I don't really see the fucking Raiders running away on Monday Night Football from Green Bay. Uh, Green Bay's getting pretty healthy too. So give me San Fran, Green Bay, and Kansas City in my first tease. My second tease, I'm taking San Fran again. I really like San Fran. They're my best bet. I'm going to throw them in all of these. They just got to win at home the way it ends up. Then I'm going to take Miami, bring them down to six and a half. I think they're going to throttle the Giants, but why fuck around with it? I get it under the touchdown. And then Baltimore, I put them on the other side of zero, so they could lose by a point. I think they win that game, so that would end up being... I'm going to put 200 on both of those teases. I'm going to also take uh, a a parlay here four teams... I'm going to start with San Francisco. They're my best bet. So I'm like, married to San Francisco this week. Watch them lose to the Cowboys and fuck all this up. I'm going to take Denver and New England. Those are two of my super pick teams. And then to spice the whole thing up, I'm taking Houston and the money line. So I'm hoping that Houston ends up outright winning that game versus the Falcons. I think Desmond Ritter stinks. And so, should all of that happen, I got $100 down on that, and that'll pull in $1,400, just under $1,500, actually. Uh, as for my other bets, I got two more. I'm going to do another parlay. I'm going to do two dog wins. I'm going to go Indianapolis money line, Green Bay money line, 100 for 450 there. Again, I think Green Bay can pull that off. Indianapolis, we talked about. We both like the Colts there versus the Titans. And then a straight up bet on San Francisco. Like I said, I'm going to go down in flames with San Francisco. I'm just going to take them straight up, and I'm going to put 400 on them. And so that's going to leave me two, four, eight, a thousand bucks on the week. So there you got it for me. One straight bet being San Francisco. Two teases involving San Francisco, and then a couple of other parlays with money lines and all the rest of it. So. Uh, and that will about do it. So all the best for week five. It is not a good s- slate of games, that is for sure. Next week's not much better, but whatever. We deal with what we got, right? You get what you get, and you don't get upset. That's what fucking all the parents say, stupid. <laughs> right? You know, it's fucking corny, but it is what it is. With that said, Christopher, enjoy your Sunday, and I will talk to you later. You got it. Adios. Peace.